on your own. Oh, well, 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 well. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you this, this evening, this fine, warm, lovely spring evening? Tired. I'm tired, mate. Tired. Well, I, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. And uh, I commend you, sir, for even being here this wonderful Wednesday night. And uh, are you going to be here tomorrow night as well? Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'm doing it with um, Ed. We're doing Princess Diana. John well, and Ed do die. When I say <laughs> when I say we're doing Princess Diana, obviously we're not doing her. Um, but uh, that would uh, be that would be necrophilia, John. Oh, I think that would be gross, mate. By this point, in <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, what would you call it? It's um, Princess Di, Queen of Hearts, or just a tart. Well, that's for you and Ed to go down that rabbit hole. So join them tomorrow night on Down the Rabbit Hole. I shall be away watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And uh, I will actually start posting video reviews of that. Not only to uh, Real Reviews, the other channel, but also to my Twitter account for subscribers only. <laughs> uh, so uh, we, we shall see. So I, I I do want to mention that was a concept video from Ecto Life or whatever it is. That's a I, I did want to talk about that. Yeah, it's a concept video. Yeah, it's but not it's still reality. A terrifying. It's not reality yet. It's a ter it's a terrifying concept. It really is, and what it does <sighs> is it takes us further down that road to becoming those people in Wally. Yeah, I, I would. I can't think that would do development of a child any good to have well, no, no the, stimulation. No, because a child, whilst it's developing, gets to know its mother's voice, perhaps its father's voice if they're yep. still in the home. Music. Um, it gets music. It gets to know uh, your mother's breathing. Yeah. And it said, like, your baby will be grown in a sterile environment, infection-free. That's bad. That's bad because things get passed on from the mother if you to maybe develop a late stage immunity to something because let's face it our bodies are constantly being attacked by that, some form of something or another that's why if you have the choice ladies well i don't even know if i can say that these days can i but if you have the choice always go for a vaginal birth yeah, unfortunately, my wife did not have the choice. Our son was born uh, prematurely and via emergency cesarean section, yeah, and then our daughter was born through... They, they made her have a C-section because yeah, she'd already well, had one. Once you've had one, they try and make you do it all the time. Um, I think because when you get down the uh, birth canal, you get coated in vaginal mucus, which um, gives you quite a good boost to your immune system, apparently. Yay! Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it for vaginal that's mucus. One, that's one way to get demonetized, John. Why? It's a medical fact. It's, I quite, know, com it's quite commonly known. I don't think that should be a problem. There are medical facts you can't say on this platform. Well, I don't think there'd be any problem with that. That's like... <laughs> just, it's the miracle of birth. Good grief, man. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. 
I hope that something like that never comes to pass. And people might say, oh, that's, you know, it could be a good thing for people, women who can't have children, for example. And I can see that argument to an extent, because obviously there are unfortunately some women who cannot conceive children and they would love to have their own natural children. But at the same time, it's just sort of terrifying because well, you don't know what they could be doing to your baby in that yeah. lab. But it's not that. It's like everything else. When you start going down this route, people just start abusing it. Of course. Of course they do. And these sorts of things, and it happens again and again and again, they're sold to you as if they're for your good, for the good of humanity, for this. But they're not. And at the end of the day, for all you know, what's happening there, if it were to become a reality, is just eugenics. Yeah. It's just well, they're going to create. Yeah. Yeah, it could well be. Could well be. Anyway, um, tell me, tell me, was I saw something in the chat about a controlled explosion at Buckingham Palace? So was the king having a last hamshank? Right. So what happened? <laughs> this this was yesterday, and the best way to actually the best way to see it, and I say see it, you just hear it, is to watch Jacob Rees-Mogg on GB News because they're in a port cabin just outside um, Buckingham Palace, and they were doing their GB News piece. They were reporting Why? Mog being Mog. Um, and then all of a sudden they're going the police are looking in the door they're telling us uh, we have to evacuate and then all of a sudden you just hear an explosion behind them and Jacob just sits there does not flinch and goes that sounds like the police just uh, just just did a controlled demolition yes a controlled explosion well, why are they in a porter cabin outside Buckingham Palace because it's GB news mate <laughs> yeah but that's not where the broadcast from normally is it no, I don't think so, but that's. I think they'd already been urged across there because something was going on. So they, I think they'd already been ushered across. And so they were they were broadcasting. And But it's just how sort of in his stride Mog took it. He didn't flinch. Yeah. He didn't jump or anything. It just sounds like uh, the police have just done a controlled explosion. And uh, we have to come off air now because they're telling us we have to evacuate. Uh, just took it in his stride. So, but what happened was... yeah. It seems a, a crazy man threw some shotgun cartridges into the palace grounds. Well, maybe he thought Charlie was looking for them. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, could, could, could well be. But, but why would you throw shotgun cartridges no idea. over a fence? No idea. I, I don't. Officers said that after a search, a knife was found on him, but he did not possess a gun. A precautionary controlled explosion was carried out outside the palace with the man held on suspicion of possession of an offensive weapon. And that's basically according to what they put up after the man was found with a... Sus I wonder what they blew up then. They blew up his shotgun shells. <laughs> They blew up his shotgun shells. What for? I Why? don't know. I don't know. No, that's just has the makings of nonsense. <laughs> it just sounds like it, nonsense. It has the makings to me of the police going, "All right, lads, this is this is a chance to actually make it look like uh, something's going on here. Let's let's yeah, blow up the shotgun shells, shall we?" It's <laughs> basically what it what it looks like. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. With that, I'd like to welcome everyone to this Chasing Descent episode two hundred and eighteen with me, John, and with Ben, in that proud land known as 
England. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Well, there you go there you go indeed, there you go indeed. Just had about enough time to itch my nose and pour a drink. Um, I think I think I might be allergic to something in here, because Christ, I am flaring up. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's bad. But you've been in this... Right, why would you suddenly become allergic to something? Because I have horrible hay fever, and it's spring. <laughs> so, hay fever's technically an allergy. And, so you're, uh, you're allergic to... The air, well, pollen. Yeah, and that's really got nothing to do with what's in your shed, other than that pollen would have got in. Yeah. So what you need is air filtration, antihistamines, or air filtration and HEPA filters. <laughs> <laughs> you need a bunker. That's what you need. You need to live underground like a little troglodyte. That sounds like fun to me. It's not a shed. That's absolutely right, Spencer. It, it isn't a shed. I never said it was a shed. Nobody, no, who mentioned shed? Spencer's the you. first one to bring up. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Watch your back. I, I, I thought I'd taken pains not to come. Well, it's a shed, for goodness sake. It's a shed by it's any other name. It's a summer house. Oh, my. Well, it's not really a summer house. Summer houses have windows. How many windows have you got? It depends. How many windows window. have you got? The fine window. Well, glass glazed, and you can look out and see things. Well, there are two Outside. in here, glass no, glazed no, no, windows. No no, 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 no. Can you look out your windows and see things externally? I put no. extremely, extremely large and thick planks of wood over them, John. Yeah, so it's a shed. <laughs> it's not summer's. You can call it, you can call it anything you like, but it's not a summer house anymore. It's a shed. Fucking expensive shed. <laughs> you swore. I know you pulled, you forced me to. I didn't. You pushed me. Stop it. You did, you, you emotionally pushed me there. You, you crippled me emotionally, and this is what I have to deal with. Ladies and gentlemen, you should hear him when we're off air. It's scary sometimes. Scary. Moi? Moi? <laughs> right, what are you going to talk to me about tonight? What are we going to talk about? Whoa, what shall well, we talk about? Where do you want to start? There, I've sent you a fair few things on uh, throughout the day. Um, uh, we could We could start with the title, I guess. So, so... They reckon, well, the West reckons that we somebody tried to assassinate Putin, yeah? No, the Kremlin said someone tried to assassinate Putin. Yes. Zelensky said he had nothing to do with it. But of course he's going to say that. He said that Russia bombed Poland. Well, Zelensky's not even in Ukraine just now. So that makes Where is it, he now? Well, he went to Finland, didn't he? Oh, and yeah. then he's not immediately returning to Ukraine. So I don't know where he's going after Finland. We went to Finland for the day. So the question, that begs the question, doesn't it? If you're going to try and assassinate Putin and you fail, would you not, would you 
not be where you were expected to be the next day. <laughs> well, no, definitely not. So, um, so, so, did you see the video? All Have signs, you seen the all signs. Well, no, but all signs point to Zelensky. Right. So, the, the, I sent you the video. You can see it in our, in our chat. Right, these two piddly piss poor drones come flying over the roof of the Kremlin and blow up, one after the other. Yeah. So, so there were two obvious kamikaze drones. Now, we can speculate, right? We can speculate. You say all signs point to Zelensky, but to Zelensky, they must have been launched from within Russia, I would say, because they are piddly piss poor drones. They're not. Um, not massive things. They're almost like no, DJI no, no. things. Yeah, okay, but they could have been launched by... Um, they could have been launched by special forces. Oh, you, you're not wrong. Um, they could be anti, anti-Putin anti protesters on the Russian side that did it. Didn't they, didn't they, they recently blow well up a cafe? Yeah, they need to be well-equipped to have kamikaze drones. Well, it depends what these drones are. I mean, let's face it. Let's face it, some of the stuff that Ukraine's been using looks like DJI stuff with a hand grenade strapped yeah. to it. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks pretty poor. That's basically what these look like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it's a false flag. I don't think there's any reason. I mean, I don't think there's any reason for Russia to, to escalate something that they have a firm control over at the moment. But remember, if you're to believe what we're being told on the TV, then Russia doesn't have a firm control over it all. Um, but but we, we have to look at this with open minds because, you know, we don't really know what the truth is. We don't. You don't. I don't. People watching, we don't know what the truth is. And we won't know what the truth is because of the fog of war. And the fog of war is real. But... Well... I, I mean, you saw you saw what happened the other night, uh, did you? When uh, they, 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 when Russia yes. took out nine brigades and a th- over a thousand men and blew up two hundred tons of ammunition, and yeah. boy oh boy, did you see the explosion? Wow! Did you see the video? I mean, I, I no, I haven't. But do you remember? Time. Do you remember the videos of the old like atomic bombs when the houses disappeared and things like that? Yeah, yeah. It was a bit like that. It was a security camera on a house, and you could see this big whoosh flash, right? And then uh-huh. it went, it, the, the flash died down, and um, you could see that something was still burning in the distance, you know? And then everything just went white, okay? Everything went white. You couldn't see a thing. And then as, a, as a, the light died down, everything it looked like daylight for an instant, and then it died back down, and then, bang! <laughs> that shockwave came through, and like, the greenhouse was. <laughs> the cameras bouncing around, you know. So it was um, that was one big explosion, really big. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, like I said, the reality of the situation is nobody really knows what's going on down there. Uh, who's winning? Who's losing? Uh, we can speculate. We can certainly speculate. And I would speculate that it's probably not as cut and dry as the mainstream media tell you, because they don't know. They don't. Uh, and, and this is, this is the thing. This is what annoys me about the mainstream media and their, their calls to ban or censor or silence misinformation, really, because 
how can they know what is misinformation, especially when it comes to a situation like this? See, they can't. See, this whole censorship thing is crazy because it's like, it really is like the Ministry of Truth because if you remember the Falklands War, right? Right. So, so what's his name? That guy, Hanrahan, didn't he? He was one of the guys that was on the ship. He was one of the journalists. Mm -hmm. He was the guy that went, I counted them out and counted them back, you know. And it was all it was all very jingoistic and patriotic and all that because we were fine to get the Falklands back. And but they would report on everything that happened that day. You know, you know, three British planes were downed, one landed on a freighter. <laughs> Did you hear about that? The Harrier jump jet pilot who got lost <laughs> and landed on a freighter because he was running out of fuel and couldn't find, he couldn't find the aircraft carrier. So he landed on a freighter and ended up in the Azores. <laughs> I, was a, I, was a, I think he did that deliberately. I think it was a classic. Well, sod this. I don't want to get shot down. <laughs> <laughs> sod this. I'm out. So, uh, ladies that, and gentlemen, I'm going to be running out of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a handy freighter. I'll just land on top of those containers. <laughs> just land on top of those containers. I appear to be running out of fuel. He did make a bit of a hash of it, though. The plane was like. <laughs> so, anyway. So he ended up in the Azores for the rest of the conflict. But yeah, you get told everything when a Navy ship was sunk. You know, you saw it sunk when the Belgrano was sunk. You get told it gets sunk. When when Sir Galahad, you know, the RAFA, you know, the one that, what's his name, that guy, um, Simon, what's his name? The guy that got all burnt. Um, I was not alive during that. All oh, right, well, when Sir Galahad got hit and caught fire and, you know, you, you get told all that. You get told everything on both sides. So why mm -hmm. now suddenly can we only know one side's information and have to believe that's the single source of truth? This is the part I don't get. Are we suddenly so incompetent and so un unable to process information that we have to be drip-fed and spoon-fed. In fact, just put an IV in me and send the information directly into my bloodstream. You know, yeah, because that's what it's like. It is. It's like, it's like Wally gets closer and closer every day. Uh, it really does. And it, it, it is terrifying. It is concerning. Because you're right, these people are acting like a ministry of truth. Mm -hmm. They they are they are increasingly these media brands are creating this 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 position this this Orwellian position of misinformation specialist. Well, Jacinda Ardern uh, is is favourite to be given this role for the country of the UK. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Well, she's not even got, a British citizen. But we've we've got one. We've already got one. Her name is Mariana. No, no, yeah, no. Maria, Mariana who... works for the BBC. That's just ended up going to work for the government. Oh, Jesus Christ. But still, they, they're creating this position of misinformation specialists. And, and what this does, what this does is it tells you that this person, <laughs> this misinformation specialist, is the only one that knows the real truth. If you don't believe this person on what this person utters and what this person says, then it's not the truth. And that 
is both terrifying and dangerous. It is extremely dangerous. It's dangerous to democracy, if there even is such a thing anymore. It's dangerous to the idea of freedom, the freedom of thought, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, because then it tells you, it puts you in a box, and it says, you aren't allowed to question this. You aren't allowed to question this person. And of course you are. You're allowed to question absolutely everything, and we encourage you to yeah. question what we say. Yeah, we we encourage you, but but this is, it's corporatism gone mad, doesn't it? Because if you think about it, everybody, everybody is driving this, but more than anything, it's media platforms mm. like YouTube. Google, you know, Facebook, um, Twitter yeah, even. Too. Well, Twitter not so much now, but it used to. But And all these platforms are driving you to only accept the single source of truth. And anything that you can't... I mean, I was watching I was watching Redacted, I think, with Clayton and Natalie Morris, right? The other day. Right. Yesterday, in fact, or last night, as I was dropping off to sleep. But I was watching that, and they were talking about... You know, they were talking about censorship on YouTube that came in as a result of, you know, 2020 stuff, right? Mm. But no, it didn't. It didn't. Because we've been talking about that. We've talked about this before on YouTube. Because YouTube got really censorious well before that. Because remember they yeah, started... Yeah, they did. It was about 2015. Yeah, they started... They started kicking out all the cryptozoology guys and all the mud mm -hmm. flood guys and... And all the alternative history guys. And now, I'm not saying these guys were right or wrong, but they were fun to listen to, right? But YouTube started kicking them off the platform. Sanitization, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Now, why? Why? It's like Flat Earth. You know, you don't need to believe in it to find it interesting to listen to. Right. Well, exactly. I mean, there are flat Earth documentaries on Netflix. For yeah, well, there are. Yeah, but but you but you're absolutely you know, uh, it's it started it started. Well, Richard D. Hall, Alex Jones, they all get. I mean, Richard. I, I mean, Alex, Alex Jones. I understand to a degree because, well, I think he deliberately stirs trouble, right? I think he deliberately right. tries to up his. He, he deliberately tried to up his profile by getting in people's faces all the time and being quite obnoxious in his delivery. To be fair, I found him quite obnoxious in his delivery, right? Okay. But Richard D. Hall was a very well-researched and well-presented, you know, purveyor Until of... Until Mariana what, turned up. ...of what he saw as the truth. And the thing Until was... Until Mariana went, turned up. Yeah, but he went out and interviewed people. And reported what they said and gave opinions as to what he thought the case was and wasn't, right? But, but he, never, he never told you what to think. You were supposed to make up your own mind. But after what happened with Alex Jones and Sandy Hook, mm -hmm. Mariana wanted to put that on Richard D. Hall and turn him into the next Alex Jones who yeah, did that. Didn't she? she turned up and she said, "You've gone and uh, you've gone and harassed these families of the survivors of the Manchester bombing arena, and maybe he shouldn't have gone and tried to speak to these people. Maybe, but but how was do you find the truth?" But, if but you don't speak the, to people, how do you find the truth? 
But 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 the question is, was that a reason to start censoring, banning? I mean, Mariana wanted legal action against him. She was encouraging these people to do what was done to Alex Jones, to Richard D. Hall. <laughs> is she just a trouble? Is she just a troublemaker? Well, see, that, this is the other thing, and 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 part of this is part of this is like. See if you are a conspiracy theorist, or mm. branded as one, right? Uh-huh. Or, or even if you're anti-treatment, okay? Mm. Or branded as one. You always seem to have a more willing approach to listen to other arguments than the side who firmly believe that you are wrong and they are right. I need to push back there. No, no, you, you can't push back here because nearly everybody who's on the side of you need to take it because it's for everybody's good and, you know, nearly every one of them will not listen to any argument. They won't listen to they won't listen to flat earthers, right? Because all they'll do no. is browbeat them. They won't listen to mud flooders or whatever because all they'll do is browbeat them. They won't listen to people that believe in UFOs because all they'll do is laugh at them. You know, I, this is the part I don't get. Why are these people so closed-minded? And and the thing is, this exact same thing happened. If you call, if your name was Copernicus, right? Yeah. You would be treated exactly the same way. Nobody would listen to you and they'd just laugh at you and end up putting you in prison. No, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. But then in the same breath, there yeah. are people on the extreme fringes of the other side who are exactly the same. So let's say the terrain theory people, the, the ones that are so staunchly and, and you see them well, just abusing people. Right, OK. I'm painting a broad brush here. Yeah, I know. Right, but and I, I'm, when you I'm go to, to either side, you'll get, you'll get extremes on either side. It's a bell curve to yeah. a degree, but the bell curve is shifted. Right, and that there are more people willing to listen who are, let, let's just say, less mainstream. I think you're there are more less mainstream people willing to listen to other arguments than there are mainstream people willing to listen to the non-mainstream arguments. Well, no, because let me... Uh, no? I'm kind of having this... Do you disagree? No, 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 I agree, right? right okay. I agree. But I was, I was kind of having this conversation earlier because... Uh, <sighs> A lot of people on, I, I don't even know how to paint us or them or, or, or anyone anymore, because are there really sides? I mean, are there? Because when it comes to a debate, when it comes to an no. argument, usually both sides have some merit. So are there really no, sides? No, see, this is the problem. This is what I'm saying, right? It's not that the fact there are sides. It's the fact if you are if you are approaching it from... If you're approaching it from the less mainstream background, okay? Yeah. These people seem to be prepared to listen more generally than those who are coming from the mainstream who just completely override anything you've got to say and just say, no, you're wrong. You're right. Boom. You're right. I, I mean, for example, I'll give you an example. Have you heard of Rachel Schra? Rachel Schra. She's another new, young, up-and-coming BBC journalist. And yes, I have. She, 
she just released her first report for BBC Newsnight uh, on Friday. And it was uh, an attack piece on uh, one Stu Peters, wasn't it, John? <laughs> I haven't seen the, the, the report, but yes, it was. But having said that, I'm no fan of Stu Peters. <laughs> No, I'm no. I think Sue Peters is a nut job, and I'll just say that I I think a lot of what he comes out with is just absolute bunk. Yeah, uh, well, I mean the thing is, I'll listen to what he's got to say. Right? Oh, me too. But he's not um he's not convincing me with a lot of stuff. And, and in fact, there there are I mean there are a lot of people who come out with a lot of weird stuff. Mm. Like, I mean, and we've been through it before. Like all this Q stuff is a bit. I find that a bit far-fetched. I find it funny. I've always yeah, found well, it funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if anybody believes it, but yeah. I find it funny. And it's like um, all these military court tribunals. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was I mean, another one, wasn't watching... there? An international arrest warrant has been issued. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but you're, you're watching too many movies, people. You've got you to gotta lighten up a little bit. Yeah, there isn't. Yeah. I, I don't think I may. I, I may be wrong, and that's part of it. I am. I have an open mind. I may be wrong, right? But generally, yeah. I don't think there is a secret military cabal running our establishment. You well, know, from you know from deep underground bases. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that's quite terrifying right now. Whilst we've been talking about this. I've refreshed my Twitter page, right? Right. And the first two people in You Might Like, I shit you not, Rachel Schreier and Mariana Spring. That's because you've been talking about them. They're listening? No, your phone's listening to you. Oh, my God. Of course it is. That your is phone listens to everything you say. Well, of course and, and that, that, I mean, terrifying. I, I sound a bit crazy for saying that, but they... It does. And let's face it, companies have been caught out because the like you know, Amazon's been caught out, Google's been caught out, you know, they've all been caught out, they are listening all the time. Because they've got to because they like they've got to listen for the trigger word. But they've got to listen. You know, it it's maybe a small step to then stick a little algorithm in there that just picks up on, you know, baked beans and the next thing you know you're seeing an advert for HP. Or Heinz. <laughs> I mean, I've now just gone on Rachel's Twitter account, and it's pretty much her complete, repeatedly retweeting her Stu Peters thing. It's like, this is the only thing I've done. Please go and watch it. Yeah, yeah I know. It's... But, but I, I actually responded to Rachel, and I said, you make a good point, Rachel. I said, that that film, I think it's called Died Suddenly, is a load of bunk. And, and there are many, many factual inaccuracies in yeah, there like he's included right. people who died long before things were rolled out for example mm -hmm. uh, but then i responded but it's like you know pot and kettle isn't it because half of what the bbc comes out with on a daily basis is absolute crud and all well yeah it's yeah yeah it is it is it, it you can't it, it's I, I was almost like getting the popcorn out because I'm thinking it's just one BS artist <laughs> calling out another BS artist. Yeah. And... Right. and yeah. 
that, that, I was hoping you'd interject, to be honest. No, I was thinking about something and I've kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, I'm quite tired and I apologise for that. Um, so, tell me... Tell me... Oh... I, I can see you. I can see why you've maybe purchased the bat, but anyway, yeah. Um, tell me why um, RFK is being treated the same way as Bernie Saunders. In what way? Right. The, okay. uh, as so, the pariah, perhaps. Well, you'll like this. Go on. He's been so RFK is standing for what party? The Democrats. Right. And he's outperforming who in the polls? Is he outperforming Biden? Well, he's at 21% now. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, people are listening to that voice and going, I'm voting for that. 21%. I'm going to be your president. Right, okay. So. I'm going to be your president. But. He's not being reported. They I'll don't want him. Is. Of course, they don't want him. They, they, they want, they want, they want Joe. They want, they want their, their walking, their walking marionette. As I well, like to think same, of him. Do you remember? If you remember, can you remember back to twenty twenty when Biden, or before twenty twenty, twenty eighteen, whatever, when Biden was running and Bernie was running, mm-hmm. and um, and Kamala was running. Mm-hmm. And by Joe was sorry, Bernie was doing better than Joe. Yeah. Right. Kamala was nowhere, and yet. Well, she was the first out. Yeah, but all they would do was report on Joe and Kamala. But yeah, because all they because even though was, there was Biden a was better. Because there, 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 there's a narrative, and there's 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 a. I, I mean, I know people want to say it's kind of conspiratorial to say that there's a preset path. And I wouldn't say that so much as the media have picked their guy. The media have picked their guy and and Biden have made that promise right at the beginning, I believe, that if I am the nominee, my running mate will be a woman of colour. Right. Not Not because that woman of colour is best for the job or anything, but because Biden is probably various past actions quite racist and uh, wanted to be seen to be not racist yeah. um yeah i mean one of his best friends was was rob was was bird remember bird yeah mm-hmm. grand wizard of the kkk well i mean yeah. the democrat party did did invent the KKK. <sighs> but an inconvenient truth perhaps but it's there <sighs> but, but the but the but the point is, um, they had their guy, and obviously the only real candidate available was their girl Kamala, a woman who, in the first debate, by the way, called Joe Biden a racist to his face, mm-hmm. yeah, and is now did. his vice president. So she yes. really believed he was a racist. Then would she be his vice president? I mean, she didn't stand by a conviction then, did she? Um, so. So anyway. I find RFK's voice really unsettling. 
Yeah, it's done. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go to the all the way to the White House, John. It's not even like that. It's worse than that. It's worse. I know. I can't do it. I can't. I can't, I can't even do that bad. I'm, I'm not gonna it's lie. Like, I can't he, do that bad. It's like has he got damaged vocal cords or something? Because I it's, think he does. Yeah, he must do. He must have. It must be. It, it's just really, really bad. But yeah, yeah it, I just. It is. Anyway, um, let's 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 go back then to um, President Trump. We're gonna build a big, beautiful wall. So he was in Scotland. Yes, is he still there? I think he. No, I think he's gone to Ireland now. But anyway, um, somebody tweeted something the other day. Said, oh, "Something's going on because you saw him at it was at his resort in Aberdeenshire, right?" Mm-hmm. And had uh, President Trump on the golf cart, okay? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not a big deal because once you're an American president, you're always an American president. Absolutely, and you always uh, afforded things like Secret Service detail. And yeah, and you're like always that. called President Trump or President Carter or President yep. Clinton. And, yep. and, of course, I said, I don't see the big deal, you know, because... It, the, the US always referred to them as president and they, they said do, well yes. over here we refer to them as former president well no we don't really because one it's his no. resort so he's going to put whatever he likes on the bloody golf cart yeah, isn't he of course, of course he is <laughs> of course he is I people they pick out the tiniest detail and make an absolute mountain out of it don't they Especially when it comes to Trump, yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Trump, because the media, right? So the the media love to hate Trump, mm-hmm. and do you know why they love to hate Trump? Because them hating Trump gets them clicks. They probably love Trump because oh, yeah. Trump gets them yeah. so many clicks. In the background, they're going, "What's that man done next? Well, come on, Trump, do something else. Do something else, so we can get apart." Did you ever watch The Apprentice when it was Trump? Uh, yes. It was pretty good. It was very good. His, his apartment was awful. <laughs> yeah. It was so decadent and, like, over the top. He, the man has no taste, right? But it was so much like that that it was it was funny. Yeah, the ball was we awful got as well. Alan Sugar, former East End Barrel Boy. <laughs> and I'll tell you... <laughs> What a wazzock. <laughs> it's just... Look, John, you it didn't was... do as much as you could have done out there selling. All right? You, you didn't was... do as much as you could have done. You're fired. It's just terrible. Sugar's <laughs> just terrible. He really is. Uh, well, I, I will say that, yes, and Celebrity Apprentice kept, because it was mostly celebrities. He didn't do it with the general public really anymore. It was massively for charity in the last few years. Massively for charity. They raised, I think, millions of dollars for charity. But the Celebrity Apprentice was always, it was always good to watch. It was always entertaining. It was always fun. And, uh, you know, they got, they, they drew some big name celebrities. It's a pity that Piers Morgan won, but, you know, we, Broken Clock and all that. But, 
but you're right it was it was entertaining it was it was it was good and this i don't watch the bbc version i I watched like one season of it and i was like i can't stand him and i can't stand his i can't stand the people that advise him whereas donald just used his kids i've met (laughs) i met what's his name the wee guy what was the wee guy uh, which one? Uh, Nick. Nick. Oh, the one that does countdown. Yes, yes. I met Nick. I met Nick at. Um, yeah. I met Nick at the one of the Microsoft Barn Supples in Edinburgh. I had a chat with Nick Hewer. Yeah, something like that. Was, he was all right. He yeah. was actually all right. Well, I, I tell you what, the one that I, the one that I could not stand any time my wife was flicking on The Apprentice was that bloody Claude Littner. Just could not stand the man. Family show and all that. What? <laughs> John, read, it, read it back. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm being pushed, boys and girls. Pushed to swearing. I'm not going to no, swear. Anyway, um, what, what are you going to talk to me about now? This is weird. I've run out. Well, I've got one thing left. So let's do your one thing because the last thing is actually. I should have brought it up during the the Ukraine thing with Zelensky because did you see the protests? No. What did you not? So apparently, um, all these mothers took to the streets in Ukraine, right? Protesting against the fact that he's pulling their kids out. Oh, they're pulling. Their kids out of university and McDonald's and, you know, whatever, to uh-huh. throw them into the front line. Yeah, so, oh, that's... And they're all out chanting that Zelensky must go, basically. <sighs> didn't see that um, in the mainstream media. Well, no, of course you didn't see that in the mainstream media, just as you don't see the, the military telegram channels that are saying, yeah, we're done with him. We're done with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see that in the mainstream media. You really, really, really don't. Uh, John, uh, slightly off kilter, but could I share my screen with you? Could you make us full screen? Yes, I, I can share do my that, screen my good you. man. I want to show you something. Uh, graphic-ish image trigger warning. Nothing violent or anything like that. Nothing bloody or gory or anything like that. But if you, if you get triggered by stuff... Uh, I hate that word. But then uh, look away now, I guess. I want to show you this. Can you see this? Oh yes, that's uh, that's um, that's that's. I tell you what, that is. That's either uh, I was hit by an extremely fast squash ball, or a rubber bullet. That was a rubber bullet, and yeah. this is this there is this is in the. This is independent journalists. You can take us back to normal screen now. Or as um, we like to call them, a, a baton round. Yeah, so this is independent journalist Jake Hanrahan. He's from uh, from the Midlands in the UK. Yeah. And he suffered this wound uh, on May the 1st in Paris. Mm-hmm. So got shot in the belly with a rubber bullet today whilst covering clashes in Paris. Well, that, that's... Not fun. That's good, that's good, because you don't want to get shot in the eye, because that'll have your eye out, mate. Yeah, but think about it, right? I'm going to cover these on May the 9th. You know what? I I think... uh, Well, you know what? Just take care. (laughs) Listen, 
I'm going to cover these on May the 9th, and considering my situation, my eye will be at about the level that his belly usually is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've got your helmet. Have you got a visor I, on? I, I don't, I don't. Maybe I, I, I should uh, I fashion one. I would recommend, <laughs> no, don't fashion one. I would recommend a visor. Ooh, okay, I will see what I can do. I will, I, I'm also, if it gets very violent, I'm going to use my four mile an hour max speed to get the hell out of there, John. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Someone can play Benny Hill music. Harold says you need a visor. You do need a visor, yeah. Very, well, I, in that second picture with Jake holding the bullet, he's got pretty much the same type of riot helmet that I do, and he's got press on the side of it. Uh-huh. And he's still got shot. Yeah, because these things aren't terribly accurate, right? No, I, I and yeah, they bounce no. as well. So, th- what you normally do with a batting round is you fire it at the ground for it to bounce up and hit the person that you you don't actually shoot the person. Are these the French? They're shooting the people. You know that. Yeah, but you know the thing is, if if you fire at the pavement and it bounces, it can go anywhere. They're not yeah. designed. You're not. Des- you're not targeting a person when you fire these things. You're just targeting a crowd. You know, it's a dispersal yeah. round. That's all it is. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you would like to, if you follow me on Twitter at Disabled Journal, then you can, uh, in a few hours' time, you'll be able to uh, subscribe for exclusive content. And if anything like that goes down, videos will exclusively exclusive go there. Content. And, uh, you know, it's just, just you know, a little, little extra thing. Uh, and, and if anybody, I think it's going to be $3 a month. And if anybody would like to do that, you will get more. So let's move on then uh, to... Uh, a, a developing story, I guess, uh, in Atlanta. Uh-huh. It's happened again, John. It's happened again. Yeah, you briefed me. You briefed me quickly on this um, when we had a call before the show. That so, there's been some uh, kind of shooting event in Atlanta. Yeah, we we want to try and uh, be careful about how we talk about it because YouTube don't like you talking about these using colloquial terms and words so i'll try and be a bit careful but uh this is this is from raw's alerts i'm just reading here Uh, atlanta police actively searching for the active uh, gunman seen in this photo and there are photos available all over twitter after he uh hit multiple people in the north side medical building in midtown atlanta uh one is dead at this point and uh somehow he managed to get away Mm, that's a good no, not so good. Now, I, I thought we could have a little chat because uh-huh. you know what's going to happen and I know what's going to happen. The The conversation will inevitably roll round to, to whether or not people should have rights to arm themselves or carry weapons. And <laughs> so, so even Harold says in the chat, is it time for gun control? So I think he's being facetious but every time this happens that argument brews up and as we were talking about earlier at the beginning of the show i think both sides have merit i do think both sides have merit okay hold on before you go into the both sides of merit thing tell me tell me how many people right have been saved Mm -hmm. um in the uk by restricting handguns. None, John, none. Because what happens? 
Well, how, how do all these criminals get handguns and how do they end up shooting each other? How does well, that happen? Well, the thing is... You're not allowed a handgun. Is, how, how, how do these criminals get handguns? This, this is the argument that I actually... I make this argument because me and my wife quite have... My wife's very anti-arming yourself and I'm very, to be honest with you, I think you should be able to, to defend yourself by uh, whatever means. Mm -hmm. But the argument I always make is these criminals here in the United Kingdom... They get there's a gun in every street for God's sake. There really is here in the mm -hmm. United Kingdom. Uh, they they don't want they don't want to admit it. They don't want you to uh, believe it or whatever. But at the end of the day, there is a gun in every street. And if a bad guy with a gun comes in your home in this country, how are you meant to defend about against that? Because the bad guy. He doesn't care about the law. He's a bad guy breaking into your home. He wants to do stuff to you. You know, you can't bring a knife to a gunfight. I know that's a, an actual saying, but if they if they break into your home, they've got a gun, you, you're defenseless. There's nothing you can do. And, well, and, and yet... <laughs> well, yeah, you, but you... Uh, on, on a broad spectrum, yeah, as, yeah. as you were saying earlier. But... So I, I, I certainly see the merits for um, being able to arm oneself for defence, and mm -hmm. that defence doesn't just that doesn't just stretch to personal defence. That that can that can stretch to defence of one's country against a tyrannical dictatorship. But well, for instance, look at look at well, yeah, I mean, look at America with the Second Amendment, which is there exactly. It, it's not there to allow you to go hunting people. And this is the part. This is the part that always gets me, right? Because they go, "You don't need an assault rifle to go hunting," right? Although they would say it in an American accent. And the thing is, but the Second Amendment's not there to allow you to go hunting. The Second Amendment's there to tell to allow you to keep your federal government in check should they get Absolutely. out of hand. And if that's Absolutely. the case, then you're actually going to war against the government. And that's when you do need a weapon of assault. Yeah. So Spencer says in the chat, uh, guns don't kill people. People with guns kill people. Just like gods don't kill people. People with gods kill people. Huh? I, I, you know, I, I understand that. But Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but also, you know, people will blame the gun. But in this particular situation, say in Atlanta, but it takes a finger to pull the trigger, does it not? See, right. But yes, and I, I oh, I, I agree with you regarding the gun control thing. Okay, and generally, I'm for firearms. Okay. But you're an ex-firearms officer. Yeah, yeah, but I'm. You're trained in them. Yeah, yeah, but. There's, there's a problem in America that doesn't seem to exist anywhere else, right? Mm. Because when you look at the amount of people they've got and the amount of weapons and the amount of gun crime they have, it's through the roof. I think you're absolutely right. And yet, um, when you compare countries that have just as many firearms per head of population, their gun crime is is way below that of America. There's something psychologically, or maybe not psychologically, but there is something wrong with American psyche. 
psyche that there's too much gun crime considering I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's too many drug deals. Because generally when you find these things... It's gang culture. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe it's gang culture. I don't know. I mean, I think Latin America can be quite high up there. But even that can pale into insignificance compared to some of the, the, the you know, the, the gun crime rates in the States. And and I, I, I mean, I can't remember now, but I did a, I did a big deep dive on this. Um, yeah. Before before I met you, but I did a big deep dive on it and I had an old Twitter thing on 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 an account that I no longer have. I have but spoken it, to somebody at Twitter about that, oh, so perhaps you? you will have it back soon. Mm, hopefully, good. But anyway, so the thing is, there's definitely something different about America because Canada has got nearly as many guns per head of population are used to have as as a, in fact in some places it's like more and yet the yeah, gun and, and, crime is 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 in the in the books you know, there's no gun crime I mean let's face it so one one side of the river you've got New York where uh, crime is it's just increasing by the yeah. of it and it's going through the roof i mean i saw a video earlier on of a guy just randomly popping someone in the street in broad daylight in new york bang 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 guy managed to get away thankfully i mm-hmm. think he took one or two to the body but he managed to run away but um but 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 that's in new york but then you go to the other side of the river to and canada yeah and and people people even say uh, um, a lot of people say to this day you know we don't have to lock our doors at night no i know i know that's crazy it must be something about i don't know is it is it economic situation is it gang culture is it is it a combination of all of the above we're not americans we are on the outside looking in so maybe it's something we just can't understand but the other problem with america is that it's so varied and so different you know, between not even from state to state, but within states. Yeah, you know, I mean, county to county. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at New York City, and, and that's a cesspit. And and then you go upstate New York, and it's like you're in the boondocks. You know, it's the Catskills, yeah. and you know, you're, you're expecting to see a guy with a coonskin hat. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. Um... <sighs> It, it, it is really weird. And don't get me wrong when we're saying this. Like, America's the place I want to die. It's where I want to be laid to rest. It's where I want to live out my days. I love the country, but there is there is clearly something in that psyche that we we as Britons or Brits or, or, or even Europeans, I guess, just can't understand because they do have, looking at their stats, an itchy trigger finger. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, so, uh, for, we'll, we'll keep this to around an hour today. So, if they're yeah. uh, so, okay. so uh, it's nice and nice and chilled. I did see earlier on Trudy asked in the chat what time our Saturday show will be. Well, let's go through our Thursday and Friday shows first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll let you know a confirmed time on Friday night. What time we'll start on Saturday? But we have. Has your costume arrived? Yes. Indeed it has. We have costumes. We have costumes. And other accoutrements. I'm going all out. You're not. I am. I stopped at one item. 
I'm going all in. <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> Am I going to have to up my game? Am I going to have to get something else? No, you don't. I might, I might unveil one of my other I extra items on Friday night. It's a dildo, isn't it, John? No. God, <laughs> Dave, this is a family show. Skiing in the Catskills. I nearly had a deer in the Catskills once. I was driving through the Catskills and Bambi jumped out in front of me. And I nearly I nearly ran over a badger once on the A1 and it was at like 4.30 in the morning and it mm -hmm. just came out of nowhere like a ninja. And I was the only one on the A1, so I was able to just swerve onto the other side of the road. But Jesus Christ, it was terrifying. It just yeah. came out of nowhere. But, uh, <laughs> right, anyway, is there anything else we want to cover then tonight before we start winding up? I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that word, Adam. That word is a describing word for an actual physical item. They exist. They are real. You can purchase them at many adult and Amazon sites. So why on earth would that be a mark? What's he going on about? What's he talking about? He's saying that YouTube wouldn't like the word uh, dildo. Oh, right, OK. It's just describing well, an item. Medical appliance. They exist. They're real. A medical appliance. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, so Harold is, is trying to hurry us up so he can play a game with us, by the looks of it. You can see there. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be on for long. I'm knackered. Yeah, I, I, I will join you in about 15 minutes. I think I went to Harold bed at 9 o'clock last night. Well, you, that's completely understandable. You know, I've been sitting up all day absorbing news and talking and watching yeah. the news and reading the news just so we could talk about today's uh, items. I was up at half past uh, seven and working by half eight. How's it coming along? Are we are we nearly? nearly yeah. Are we near uh, the final hurdle? I'll take some more pictures and send them to you. Well, I, I would like to. The ro I noticed the roller shutter. The ro There's a roller shutter in front of the doors, right? Which is really right. good because it's electric and all that, so it's it's good. But it 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 was broken. It was nearly broken. There's there's these nylon link things hold the roller, uh, hold the shutters oh. to the roller, right? And two of them had were broken. And I I said to the facilities manager because we're not dealing with the council now. This is a private. <laughs> this is privately. <laughs> And and it's cheaper than the council, right? <laughs> and you got a much a much better service, right? Because I spoke to her this morning and said I'm worried about the roller shutter, and the guy was there at four o'clock fixing it, and even said that guy has saved you a lot of money because if he yes. hadn't noticed that, it would have cost you a fortune had it broken. So you're in the good books. Mm -hmm. I'm in a good That's a good start. That is a, that is a good, good, good start. And uh, with that, I want to get some housekeeping out of the way. If you've enjoyed the show, please click the like button. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate all of you that do these things. If you are feeling uh, really, really, really saucy, you could hit that super chat button through uh, during any one of the shows and send us a little tip and pin your comment to the top. Or, There's plenty you can do. Or even better, Kofi or Patreon. 
because they yeah, take they take less of a cut. Yes, they do. But those those links are in the description, and uh, we will we will be opening up our super fun channel memberships uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks. We're working. Yeah, we're, at the we're working on that because we want we're to give on... you something. We want to give you something back in return for your memberships. Yeah, of course we do. Of course yeah. we do. You know, we've got we a plan. You and we wouldn't be got a we plan. Do. We do have a plan, and it all came from me trolling a guy. But we do have a plan. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> so, uh, with that, John, I will hand over um, to you to say goodbye to these fine well, people. Before we do that, remember, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, it's um, myself and Ed the Techie with Princess Diana. That at 9? God rest her soul. At 9, yeah, at 9. Okay. And uh, on Friday night, it's me and Ben. Someone might be a year older on Friday night. Do you? Are we coming up to your birthday? Yeah. You didn't tell me. I did tell you. I told you two weeks ago. If you expect me to remember that far back, I've got a worse memory than Joe Biden sometimes, John. <laughs> so then Saturday. So what time are we on on Saturday, Ben? I, I know nothing I about this. I don't even know what time Chucky's being crowned. We need to look that up. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I did say this to Ben the other night. I, I said, look, look, mate, I'm working all day. A yeah. little bit of help. You know what? For the last two days, I have been babysitting, essentially. Yes, my own children, right? You know what that is, get, don't you? That's the tiny violin, right? Yes, Put that indeed. way. Put that way. Um, because of the stupid school unions and their strikes and the like. Uh, though tomorrow I am pretty much free all day, so I can work on some stuff or I can absorb more knowledge, uh, like I've been doing all day today. Good. Um, Right, so, uh, yeah, so find out. Your task tomorrow is find out what time we're on Saturday. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know so you can let them know whilst I'm watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I can cope yeah. with that. Yeah. So when does Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, is it premiere tomorrow? It was today. Oh, uh, but... oh, hold on. How come they keep getting a day early every time? It came out today. I'm it not used to sure be why. Fridays. Now it's then it was Thursdays, and now it's Wednesdays. What's going on? Yeah, c came out today. Um, I, I actually had tickets to see it at ten ten this morning, and then Cineworld cancelled the screening, so why? I wasn't able to go. Beats me. But they cancelled the entire screening, so I wasn't able to attend. That's weird. So, uh, yeah, it, well, it is. So uh, I'm going tomorrow night at ten to eight. So. Uh, I, I will report back on whether or not it's any good. So, the um, the last thing I saw from Guardians of the Galaxy was the start of the Christmas special, which I never completed because I found I quite it like that. tiresome I quite like that. and really, really annoying. See, I did quite like that. I, I, I think it's that. one of the, I think the two best things that, that Marvel have made for Disney Plus so far are the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special and uh, the Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night was okay, but the Guardians of the Galaxy. I okay. Uh, Andrew, we're going to have to. We, we're going to. We're going to come back to you about that. We are going to come back to you about that. I promise. 
Um, and it won't be called that. That's for sure. It won't. Be, we are. We are. We are. Re, we are renaming. But uh, but yeah, we will come back to you as foreign secretary. Don't you worry about that. So with that, with that, John. With that, I'd like to thank you, one and all, for attending this episode 218 of Chasing the Set Live with me, John, and with Ben. And it's been great for you. For you.